What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, May 19th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the New York Times quoted at Tim Gettys. Let Tim host. It's a pajama day, Greg. It is a pajama day. You're already in them. Yes, we're here. Kevin pulled in. He was. I pulled in. I should say to the office. Kevin was in the in the in the, in the parking lot in his. I packed my pajama pants. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. I just came in with them. I appreciate that. The thing is, we're doing a, a big sleepover pajama vibe party situation today. Pajama all, party all day stream, subathon marathon stream to celebrate Kevin Coelho and Snowbike Mike's birthdays. And so Nick Kevin was like, is "Hey, twenty three going on twenty four, fellas, we'll fall in line." <laughs> Uh, so I was like, okay, cool. We have to wear all our pajamas and everything. Yeah. I was excited about that. And this is, you know, shout out to Filthy Casual. They make dope stuff. Shout out right? to Filthy Casual indeed. Well, uh, Mike. But this is a very, very comfy sweater. So I was like, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to bring that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. A lot of fluff on the inside. Yeah. Did you right? see that? Did you see that? No. I reached with what would be the normal hand. Oh, oh no, Greg. Cut the top of my thumb off last night. <laughs> no, you need that more than oh, most pat, of your the body. The pad is fine. I was able to review my, the redacted game last night. I was playing that. Oh, when man. Jen said come to bed and play Zelda, I went to bed and played Zelda. I'm okay. Okay. It's the tippity tip. You remember when I cut my top of my finger off with yeah. the mandolin? Uh-huh. Very similar situation, but I'm this time so with, a, with a knife. That is, that's not good. Yeah. That is not good. No, it's okay. You know what is good, Greg? What's that? My slippers. I appreciate that you wore these giant slippers that mm-hmm. I, I noticed, and I said, oh, he's wearing giant slippers, reminiscent of, like, my old Bugs Bunny ones as yeah. a child. But it was Roger who saw it and went, are those Air Jordan slippers? Yeah, they are. They're Jordan 4s, Fred 4s. Do people still call them Air Jordans, or do they just call them Jordans? Yeah, you can. I felt I sounded old, though, when I said Air Jordans, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's still cool. You also sound man. refined. I anyway, I'm pumpy right now. You sound refined. I like refined that. You don't gentleman. hear that about me often. You know That's what true. I mean? Very now, speaking of refined, and ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen, it's kind of funny games daily. We'll get to the news in a second. I always love a good show and tell. Yes. I was in a frantic state trying to get games daily off the ground because we had our morning meeting today as well. Running a bit late. You came over and showed me something that you've now brought to set. Mm-hmm. I, I got to touch it for two seconds ago. That's great. Now I want to know, what am I looking at here on your Nintendo Switch? So I've been talking about this for a while, but on this journey, this, this spiritual quest to figure out what are the actual best Joy-Cons yeah. for, how, for the things I care about. And it's been What are hard, the things right? you care about? Uh, I care about premium feel. Sure. I care about not mushy buttons. Yeah. I like a nice clicky D-pad. Sure. All right. And rumble. Rumble's a big thing. Ooh, big these thing. motherfuckers got rumble. A lot of the other ones do not have rumble. Okay. Right? There's been okay. a lot. Of, I've been I've been experimenting with maybe ten different sets of Joy Cons. Found some Hori Split Pad Pro Compact is a nice one. Okay. I, I'm a fan of those, but it's mushy, no rumble. Got it. But it has a really nice form factor. It's not much bigger than a normal Joy Con. Okay. But if you want full on Pro Controller sized, like you can hold it here. If it's got what I like already is it's got the premium feel. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about feel for an audio listener. We're holding one. It all, it, like you pass it to me, I, you'd almost think it's a Steam Deck. You know what I mean? Because it's got that. It it's, got no the back, it's got the back paddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. better. It's not on. It's not on. Well, first off, all right, come on now. Better don't, screen. Don't make me try to defend a Steam Deck right now. All right, I don't want to be in that camp. You know what I mean? I love my Steam Deck to death. You know that. Uh, but yeah, I love the feel of it. I love the home button. I love the little capture button over here. But then the back paddles are very nice. Yeah. Yeah, so what, what's cool about this one, this is the NYXI, which Nixie, NYXI. the Hyperion 
control okay. or joypad. Sure, 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 they're, sure, sure. They're calling this one. So far, it's been my favorite. It is still not perfect. It feels more premium and less mushy than a lot of the other third-party controllers. Still not as premium as I thought. It doesn't feel first-party. I wish it was like a little higher end there. Yeah. Um, but the D-pad is fantastic. Um, there's a bunch of LED lights on it that I turned off, uh, but you can turn it to whatever color you want. It you want to be whole, one of those, those true gamers. But my thing is, there was an, an, another similar one that I was talking about a couple months ago from yeah. uh, Binbok um, that very similar form factor. I know, exactly. Uh, and I like it, but you couldn't turn off the LEDs. And okay. that is like, I don't want these like bright ass LEDs. Can you I know turn what I mean? on? Uh, it's complicated. Yeah, the switch? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah go for it. But um, anyways, love oh, yeah, this thing the, so not far. The, not the LEDs. I mean, can yeah, I, just, yeah, yeah. I won't do anything. Yeah, yeah. Your Zelda. Do your thing. Do your thing. Oh, this is a dungeon I did last night. First yeah. shrine I did last night. Um, but yeah, I'm loving it so far. Definitely recommend oh, you're it. Dying. Mixy you Hyperion. Eat something. Uh, and uh, what else did I have to say about this thing? There was one last thing, and I forget what it is. It doesn't matter. Are you doing anything cool. with the back paddles? No. Oh, that's what it is. The, there's back paddles embedded in them. They're really nice. Yeah. Yes, love it. Both of them I have just set to my um, run. Helps out. Because oh, run ooh. and jump, big problem with Zelda. I don't know if you guys noticed. Yeah. I. Ooh. This isn't sponsored. This is just my eternal quest. No, I also I got the, the GameCube ones. They suck. The, the GameCube one, very bad controller. How much are, is this one? Uh, I want to say like 60 Really? Yeah. Wow, I expect it higher than that. It feels more quality. I'll tell you right now, the run on the back paddle. It's good. That's a game changer It's right real there. good. It's real good. Because I find myself constantly not running a Zelda because I'm like, I don't want to yeah. go to the Y. It's mm -hmm. so far away. Yeah, or the X, Jesus it? Christ. This is it. This is it. $7, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, real good. I like it. Thank you for letting me touch mm -hmm. it. You're welcome. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope I get to touch you in your eardrum today while we talk about the fact that there's more bad news for you filthy PC gamers waiting for PS5 games. Zelda's first patch is out, and we have LEGO Drive reviews rounded up. We'll have all this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show for free at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. There you can write in your questions, your comments, your squad ups, and everything under the daily video game suns. Then, of course, you can watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live on YouTube or Twitch, guess what? You have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and listening on podcast services around. The globe. Of course, all of that is well and good. But if you want to go that extra mile like we go for you each and every weekday, it's simple, ladies and gentlemen. Go to patreon.com slash kind of funny. Over there, you can get each and every episode of Games Daily ad-free. Of course, you can get a bevy of benefits like exclusive merch, like Daily Gregways, like Kind of Feudy, like amazing programs over there. And that most recent Kind of Feudy. Oh, Fantastic. Okay. Kind of Feudy's been on a tear. If you don't watch Kind Always. of Feudy, go watch Kind of Feudy. You and if you're like, listen, the I, I love you guys. You're asking too much money for the exclusive content over there. Go down the level. You go down to that $10 level. Guess what? You have literally, I think it's 220-some episodes of exclusive content you would get for $10 right now. Best Hundreds value in gaming. The best value in gaming. That's correct. Uh, of course, on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny, you can get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily ad-free, and you can watch us record the podcast as we record them live a day early, just like housekeeping everyone did yesterday for PSI Love You XOXO oh, and our annual when it happens, PlayStation Showcase uh, predictions episode. Of course, the PlayStation Showcase is next Wednesday. We will be live reacting to it on Twitch and YouTube. We will be doing the live post show for everybody as PSI Love You right after it on YouTube and uh, Twitch. But 
Tim, we had to welcome you to the stage. We had to come in and we had to lay out our predictions. You, me, Janet, and Bless. It was a fantastic episode. I think one of our better predictions episodes uh, ever. And I think that it, it's very exciting. It's, it's fun when a showcase is expected to be good. Because then we just get to have the you can be hype. You can be hype and not yeah. constantly try to exactly. tamp our expectations. Exactly. Tamp, you so, know, tamp uh, down your expectations. We're in a great place. It's going to be a, a real fun run here and kind of funny the next couple weeks. 100%. Of course, there's lots of stuff for SGF coming up. We'll be covering it all, reacting to it all, going to it all. But right now, worry about PlayStation. Go check out the amazing PlayStation uh, Showcase predictions episode we have up. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. All because of you. The artist formerly known as Nevin's Island. Mm -hmm. Of course, Jake Bakes Cakes. They wrote in with some great, hey, you've predicted a lot already. Let's rain in the predictions, give you some stuff, and make you talk about them this way. Really? We did, and we loved it. Uh, more housekeeping for you. Today, we're celebrating Kevin and Mike's birthday with a special Subathon Marathon stream. We're going to get in our PJs, build a fort, and go late if you want. Come join us for snacks, games, and sleepover vibes. Of course, if you're watching live, that's happening right after Games Daily. If you're catching Games Daily later on Friday, it's probably still happening on Twitch and YouTube. And if you're catching it way later, like a Saturday or a Sunday, guess what? YouTube.com slash Games has the archive for your perusal. Now... Yesterday, we had an amazing golf stream. Mm -hmm. golf. Lots of fun stuff. It doesn't matter who won. We all mm -hmm. had a good time. Yeah. That's all really matters. It doesn't matter who's the champion anymore. But we preempted the Q&A. You know what I mean? The Mike Q&A where he comes on. Are we oh. doing that again today for the sleepovers? Are we doing that? I don't, we never talked. I don't know if we talked about that. That's a good question. Because usually we've been doing these things where we talk to you, the Super Chats, and the YouTube and stuff. But I'm not sure if we're doing that. Looks like we are. Okay, well, like then we if you're watching live, guess what? You get a super chat hangout with us that you can do on YouTube. And if you're watching later, you'll, you'll catch on the YouTube archive. And if you're listening on podcasts, you should come over to YouTube and watch us have a post show with Snowbike Mike. I mean, I'm going to challenge the people right now to get those super chats revving up early. <laughs> if you guys start super chatting now throughout the show, after the show, we're going to answer those. And guess what? First come, first serve, Greg. So whoever gets in there hot fast now. What's your question? We're going to you know be there mean? for you. My mom's over there. She can probably answer a question for you on the super chat, too. You have a question you for Greg's know. mom. Super chatted in. Thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twani. Today we're brought to you by Shady Rays, but we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin this motherfucking show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Seven items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Number one. <laughs> you stupid PC fucks. No PS5 exclusives day one on PC. This is Mike Straw at Insider Gaming. In an interview with Famitsu, translated via Reset Era, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan shot down the idea of PlayStation 5 exclusive games also launching on PC from day one. Ryan says that the primary goal of the console first-party games is to build the game for the PlayStation experience. He added that overall reactions from fans have been quote-unquote favorable when games arrive a couple of years after the initial release. People loved when The Last of Us showed up on PC recently. <laughs> Ooh, I want my mouse and keyboard. I better go. Does it work? <laughs> quote, we also fully understand the importance of PS5 exclusive titles, Ryan said. PlayStation Studios' main responsibility is to have people enjoy the game experience using the latest PlayStation. We are increasing the number of PS5 exclusive titles and staggering the release of the PC version. I often have the opportunity to ask game fans for their opinion. Game fans. <laughs> Do you, Jin? Out on the streets, Do dude. you, Jin? And I'm not no. even like, I understand you're running. Are you really in the GameStop asking the opinions? Yeah, where is he finding these games? I don't fans? see you on Twitter, Jim. I don't see you asking opinions. Great. I, I do not want to hijack this conversation too long, but I had to go to a, a GameStop recently. I 
it is a dark, dark time Sad, right? to be Sad. alive going in there. I cannot believe it. Like, you getting Funko Pops on the we, way out? Well, that's socks? the thing. It's easy to make the jokes about the T-shirts and the Funko Pops. Yeah. The, oh, yes. That's exactly what that was. But I can't believe how easy it is to make the same jokes we were making 20 years ago about you go in and they just hound you about pre-orders, hound you about, like, protection plans, hound you about all this stuff. Like, you walk in and the guy just ba 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 talking about all this stuff. And I'm just like, yo, I'm trying to buy a controller right now. Like I was buying a pro controller. <laughs> and it, it, he's just going through this whole thing about like protection plans and stuff. I'm like, no. And he's like, do you want to sign? If you sign up for this thing, you get $5 every month. That $5 could be used on this controller you're buying right now. And I'm like, I'm good. And it's just, I could not believe how robotic it all was. And just, it was just a barrage of words. It's like, sure. that can't be a good experience for literally anybody. No. Well, I mean, definitely not the associate doing it. No. I mean, again, like, he this- seemed real into it, though. Like, he seemed like, this, he lived for this. But you understand. I mean, he's a salesman. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, corporate is saying you have to push these protection plans and do the thing. So he can't be like, hey, do you want the fucking thing? It's Yeah, no, no, no. It. He's got to try to get you to do it. It was the vibe, though. It's like he he's going so above and beyond for it that he goes back to his manager. He's like, "Those, I did everything. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, put. he wants to keep his job, sure. For I totally weekend. get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. They, they need to, from the top down, figure this shit out, Greg, because it was a horrible experience yeah yeah well the, you know the old days of just being i remember when i was a you know a young lad a wee lad and i would go to funko land in bloomingdale illinois mom what up and you know you'd i'd walk in there and actually talk to the guy making you know the guy was just playing snes at the the tv right and then he'd show me something or we talk about whatever and then we you know eventually jaw by n64 wrestling games and you know what i mean like that was a fun like you're hanging out it, it was more the independent shop right where you go into the comic shop and the person talks to you about what books are cool and what are you reading what are they reading blah blah whereas again i think for gamestop it is like yo we all hands on deck <laughs> we are uh, we are on our last fucking legs everybody push this and push that yeah, and do man. this and blah 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 it, there's some it's some vile shit though man i saw them pushing uh, a video game like uh, a protection plan for a, a, a disc for a game yeah a brand new game and they're like hey if the disc doesn't work and it's like a ten dollar thing i'm like this is disgusting get the fuck out of here well, I mean, it's on those people for not just buying it digitally, as Greg Miller's been saying for years. You know what I mean? Because trust me, on the hierarchy of people who need to just get their fucking oh, faces Here kicked we in, go. number one, without a doubt, the entire state of Kansas. Yeah. Number two, PC gamers. Uh-huh. <laughs> number three, these people, oh, well, I want my collector's edition. I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, I hope one day a giant box gets delivered to your house and you walk it and you open it up and it's me. <laughs> I just run to your room and I knock down all these empty fucking boxes you have for no reason. It's a fire hazard. What are you doing? Get rid of your cardboard. Man, I'm taking the steel books, just right in the right in recycling. I'm gonna have the recycling truck outside. I'm just whizzing them in there. You know what I mean? Kevin's holding you down, making you watch me clean up your goddamn house. This is a big ass box that you have to be in. <laughs> <laughs> well, right on the outside, you know, it's whatever. It's whatever Street Fighter Eight Collector's Edition. Like, oh shit, this is an exclusive. Neat. But ah, I come on and just tear all the boxes up. This news, though, Greg, it's. Absolutely not surprising. I feel like this is one of those things that. Well, there's. Hold of, on. Let me, let's finish oh, yeah, the article, right, and then I do want to talk about how it's maybe not for how it is or isn't, right? Uh, Staggering. Oh, yeah. This, oh, I often have the opportunity to ask game fans for their opinions. And when I ask them about time lag, they say that selling the PC version two or three years after the release of the PS5 version is accepted favorably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't get me wrong. I get it. I get that Jim Ryan is running a corporation. He is running PlayStation. It is a tough job. There's a million things going on, blah, blah, blah. I just wouldn't say things like this that have to be so patently false. Yeah. I often have the opportunity to ask game fans for their opinions. Do you? I mean, There's dude, no like, PSX. You're even not. Just, 
game fans. Like the way he and says then, that. When you ask the game fan their question, they're saying it's accepted favorably. Yeah. They accept this favorably. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just it's again. So I get it, Jim. We're still bros. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Does he know you no, Jim Ryan has no fucking idea who Greg Miller is. I uh, trust me. PlayStation PR does their best to keep Greg Miller away from Jim Ryan. Yeah. They're like, we do not need this man talking to him. Ryan's comments come, and Sony has been more open to porting its PlayStation exclusives to PC in recent years. In 2020, the company released Horizon Zero Dawn on PC, and it followed that up with the release of God of War 2022. His comments are likely to disappoint some PC gamers who have been hoping to play PlayStation exclusives without having to buy a PlayStation console. However, it's clear that Sony is still committed to the console business, uh, which continues to perform to great results period from yeah. Matt Strahd Insider Gaming. Now you say not surprising. Yeah. I say I agree with you with a caveat. But I agree caveat, with you that yeah. yes, Ragnarok wasn't coming to PC day one. Spider-Man 2 is not coming to PC day one. Here's where it gets in the weeds. Mm-hmm. I think it's an actual nice tie into PSI Love You mm-hmm. XOXO mm-hmm. where we talked a lot about The Last of Us multiplayer. Mm-hmm. On PSI Love You in general, we've talked a lot about and Games Daily uh, these live service games and more than a dozen live service PlayStation games coming, blah, blah, blah. Something salient you said yesterday in your predictions about Last of Us multiplayer and Last of Us Part 3 was the fine line PlayStation and Naughty Dog have to walk of they could say, hey, here's Last of Us multiplayer, blah, 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 and here's a teaser trailer, just a logo for Last of Us Part 3, it exists, which would get people who aren't into multiplayer games excited but would also cheapen the multiplayer to be like, well, this isn't a full Last of Us experience. I wonder if this is a, a conversation slash quote from Famitsu that eventually bites Jim Ryan the ass a bit, where it is, our PlayStation 5 exclusives aren't coming to PC day one, but our multiplayer ones are. The yeah. ones that are live service that require us to have a big old community behind it, have the whole thing, they are going to be there, like possibly a, fa- a Factions 2 or whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. And I'm, you know, no, there's no co- confirmation on that. We know they are making it for PlayStation and for a PC, but like, what does that mean for their live do we, service? Do we know that? I'm fairly certain. Kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, right? I, I didn't have time to do my traditional I, Google. There was something I could have sworn Naughty Dog said that they were committed to. But maybe I'm ta- talking about Last of Us. That, that doesn't sound familiar, but okay. uh, I'd, uh, that'd be very interesting if that's the case. Uh, I'm totally with you where I do feel like uh, the live service games, you need the community. You need as many people playing to be able to make these things work. But yeah. more than that, the game needs to work. And if the game doesn't work, uh, you have bigger problems at hand. And I feel like with where they're at right now, day one on PC and PS5 is just not happening. Like we've seeing them launch years later and it's still not work with things like last of us until they figure out that pipeline i think it's very important that these games are ps5 exclusive and built for that and being the utmost of production right value and quality and all of that where playstation studios needs to mean something the moment it stops meaning something playstation's no longer playstation right now of course yeah yeah. i think that their um push into this games as a service multiplayer stuff whatever you want to call it they need to get it right they get their one one shot at the the first opening like first impression and then after that i feel like you get like a couple opportunities for trial and error but like you need a banger and like you need to prove and with, with them having uh bungie with them having destiny like they they already have that leg up they already have expectations of like what the standard is that we're looking for i think that they need to really really just come out with a winner and especially especially if it's a last of us thing Right. Of course. All eyes are on this in so many ways where this needs to work for them from a multiplayer perspective. It needs to uh, be as good of a game as the brand Last of Us requires. Um, not just for Last of Us, not just for Naughty Dog, but for PlayStation overall. 
Um, and then you look at the PC side of things, and it's like I, I'm not surprised that they're saying it's not going to be day one. That just doesn't. Of seem course, to be their strategy. I agree with that. 100 never yeah, has yeah. been the strategy. The fact that uh, PlayStation games are on PC at all still blows my mind. Um, I love it though. I think that it's great. I it love is crazy what you think about it. It really is, yeah. man. Like the fact that we have crossplay, like the fact that this happens, like Game Pass exists, like none of this we would have ever seen as a future 10 years ago. Um, but with PC games now, uh, when it comes to the PlayStation games at least, there's been some wins, but I don't even think there's been a slam dunk yet. Like I feel like every time there's been one of the games, there's always some issue with it, or the issue is it just wasn't marketed well. Like the game just kind of came and went on. Sure. The, the PC yeah, side. yeah. They're like, hey, here's the Uncharted collection with no real fanfare. Yeah. To it. Oh, yeah. Cool. Boom. Bye. And but like, also, like you know, PlayStation's just trying to get those people over there, yep. right? So it's like it's not really a thing. And you hope that they're always doing it to prime for the next thing, right? Yeah. Like The Last of Us, obviously, even though it launched in a fucked up state and yada yada yada, was of course because of the hype of HBO. But then of course you hope the back end is this was so good it lived up to expectations. I want to play Last of Us Part Two right now. I'm going to go obviously jump out and get that PlayStation Five. Yep, with where we're at right now, with the amount of games coming out that are just straight up broken, uh, and then the amount of games that are coming out that are like, ah, just a little broken, but it's, oh, I really wish that they weren't. Uh, I feel like PlayStation, uh, it's on them to maintain their quality, and the more missteps they make on the PC side of things, I do think overall that it's starting to lessen the allure of PlayStation Studios as a brand, if it continues to have these headlines of like, I don't know that I can trust this team, this team, this team, if they're going to put out Last of Us in the state they did on PC. Sure. But then it's PC, but nobody cares. But people do. I, I mean, that we talk about on this show, we talk about, like, that's the headlines. And it's like, that's the type of stuff that they need to avoid. They need to get away from that. Sure. Yeah. But again, it's, you know, uh, hedging your bets, right? If the PlayStation 5 version is doing it, if the exclusive version is doing it. And back to your point, of course, that these games, especially these multiplayer, these live services, one need to fucking sing on PlayStation 5, first and foremost. Sing. Right? And so you don't want it to be the, we made it for both, so that means there's limitations, but it also means they didn't communicate, so there's all these day one bugs of these things going back and forth that we couldn't have possibly thought about. Like, that makes a lot of sense. I did a lot of Googling while you were talking. I think I just got tied up. Yeah, that like, I think it was that when, in a blog post where they talked about uh, multiplayer, they also talked about uh, part one on PC, and I think they said something about PC there that I thought gotcha. was more of a confirmation than it was. So yeah, still no confirmation. I wouldn't be surprised, but I, I think that... It, here's the problem. I wouldn't be surprised if... Last of Us Factions is day one on PC as well. But I also would be surprised if it ran well and if it worked. More, yeah, 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 and that's yeah, yeah. a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I think at this point, if I'm betting on this already, uh, we're already on a next prediction here. I would say that, yeah, they don't do it, right? I think you have to, confer- you, again, we are PlayStation because of this. And then you hope that it actually works out, right? Because let's, mm-hmm. you know, again, if you come out and, what I'm expecting from Last of Us multiplayer, based on what they've said, is basically the caliber of Naughty Dog storytelling that then somehow funnels back into a multiplayer experience. I don't think it's it's I, I would I think you know the division on steroids kind of thing, right? Of it's going to be those kind of things. There's a narrative I'm going through and I'm doing these different things, and yeah, we can bring people into it or not. I think. That's what you're going to get out of it with hopefully the character you're creating and doing things and then going back out into the world with other people and helping them on their missions and yada, yada, yada. And I feel that will be huge because it is Naughty Dog, because it is the PlayStation audience, because we are starving for more Naughty Dog content, Last of Us content, and then, of course, really great games, which is always what it's been. And so I think if you can nail that, get an audience to it, which I don't think you're going to have to worry about with the pedigree and the IP, 
then you let it go. And then, yeah, when you put it on PC and it is cross-play, you get a boost to the community again, right? So you can ride off that wave of the HBO series mm-hmm. and where The Last of Us is. And when it does start to go and you do lose people, because, again, how many games as a service yep. can anybody play? You're, if it is, there is this awesome Naughty Dog narrative to it. I personally can see myself playing all the way through it. Then stop to there's DLC, stop to this, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's like the division. I do get super lost in, and I'm in it, you know, for three months, but then I fall away. Something to bring me back, which would be, hey, it's a year later. Here's all the con- here's the new content we're putting out in storyline, and it's PC, so you have new friends to play with, and all these things. That'd be cool. Yeah, totally. totally. Very interested in what this game ends up being. I can't fucking wait, dude. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because we're, we're probably gonna know next week. I know it's one of those things that you know, factions won on Last of Us one. <laughs> I thought was fine but i didn't click with it like i i I didn't get obsessed with it i didn't do the whole thing i never you know it's one of the well they had a bad trophy list in general but i never went back you know because of it in a lot of ways and like i liked what i played but it was very much like you know you're doing the round by round thing i know we are running with just concept art and like you know the vague things that have been said about it but as somebody who just adores the division right if this turns out to be naughty dogs the division and not even it doesn't need to be that big it's mm-hmm. Naughty Dog's multiplayer game that has a great story and plays like it, and you are doing things, and you ha- we have the kind of funny clan, and we're running out to get resources and fight other people, and then clickers in. Inv- like, that sounds so fucking good. And I think, you know, part of it is the way online games have evolved since the original Last of Us. I think it's me and how my palette of gaming has evolved since The Last of Us, but that sounds fucking awesome. And I, I see it all the time when the fanboys really want to get riled up about the Activision Blizzard thing. I would love to see PlayStation come up with an exclusive Call of Duty competitor, da 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 And it's like, that's not necessarily what I want, but what we're describing, while pulling it out of our ass, but also making educated guesses mm-hmm. on what a Last of Us multiplayer game in 2023 would look like, that could be so fucking big. That, oh, yeah. That could be so fucking big and if it's free to play if it's included with playstation plus if it's the battle pass is cool like the it's really limitless if playstation was to be like we need something that speaks to the core playstation audience that will then add on now this more and i'm not even saying like ma- mainstream uh, audience but this more mainstream audience that's found the last of us from hbo and god dude i don't know why i've been exposed to more of these commoners these people who don't play games all the time. But a lot of the conversations I've been having lately are about Zelda. And people, oh, I can't wait for Zelda. Or, oh, my hairdresser was talking about Zelda. Blah, blah, blah. And I, inevitably, I'll come back to, oh, do those people play any other games? Ah, Call of Duty. They do the Warzone. They do Warzone. He's got a group of friends he plays Warzone with from high school. And I'm like, oh, man, like, that's the kind of thing I feel like this could tap into. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you know, it's funny. Last time I thought this, it was Avengers, Greg. Marvel's Avengers. And, like, that, the quality wasn't there. With Last of Us, the quality needs to be there. Just the IP and talented team alone will not cross that finish line. Sure. There's a, 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 a code that needs to be cracked when it comes to the multiplayer side of getting the competing with Warzone, competing with Call of Duty. Like these people that you're talking about, like yeah. I, so many of my friends are that way. They yeah. play Warzone almost every night together. And it's like, how do you get them to be like, like, do you want oh, to play Mario Kart? They're like, no, loser, get out of here. <laughs> but like Last of Us, they totally would. They yeah. all love Last of Us. They love the, the show. If the game was like, yo, this is like, this will whet that appetite for you there. It could work. In such a weird good. roundabout thing, one of the things I talk about when I you know sit here and talk about successful developers who either get their flowers or don't get their flowers, right? I will bring up Gorilla. 
and how they went from being on oh, the horizon guys are oh, the brown and red palette to being uh, i'm sorry i'm sorry kills on guys to being the horizon guys yeah. right uh i also talk a lot about what i hope happens with massive i'm a huge division fan mm-hmm. no pun intended right the division was very successful but it also was like Poe, you need to play the division. We sit there and play. He's like, oh, yeah, we're running around shooting things, whatever. It's shooty, shooty. It's whatever. But like massive making a Star Wars game. Like, well, I, no, maybe it's not even remotely like the division, but it is that idea of Insomniac. Hey, remember Insomniac? Ah, oh, man, I loved them on PS2. What are they making? Well, they're still making Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> oh, God, that's not that exciting. They, it, Sunset Overdrive's this new thing. Nobody cares. Well, Spider-Man. Yeah, you know and that's the thing for us, for the the hardcore, the people that care and know and like understand yeah. the lineage. It's like Insomniac is making a Spider-Man game. We know what that means. And so my thought, my my, where I'm going with this is that not that Naughty Dog needs the hey, here's the sh- shining spotlight moment. I think the genre of game I think they're making does. Mm. Where again, Division I think would have been bigger if it was Last of Us. And I yeah, think if it's totally. about to be Last of Us, and that's what they're doing with it, I think there's a chance it's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. We will wait and see, ladies and gentlemen. Again, Wednesday, we find out. Maybe. We know it's next for PlayStation on Wednesday. Will we know more about The Last of Us Factions 2, whatever they're calling it, Last of Us Multiplayer? We will wait and see. It's a lock. We will be live reacting to it right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. But for now, we move on to story number two. Link! Uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom update is now live. It's version 1.1. Point one. Here are the full patch notes. This is Liam Doolin over at Nintendo Life. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has now been out for a week, and Nintendo has already released a second update for the game. Version 1.1.1 fixes an issue where players were unable to clear the main quest, the closed door, even if all the conditions were met. This update should resolve that issue. Along with this, quote, several issues have also been addressed to improve the overall gameplay experience. Tim? Mm-hmm. I put it in here because it's patch notes. I also switched into edit mode for some reason. That fucking sucks. Uh, I just wanted to talk about Zelda. I get it. Oh, no. Good excuse. Good <laughs> All excuse. I wanted to do is talk yeah. about Zelda. You I booted I mean? it up yesterday, and then this I saw this uh, download had to happen. And that, what, minute and a half of the download and installation and restarting yeah. it, I was just like, I could be doing something in this game. Every minute and a half counts, Greg, with this Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I yeah. can't believe how much fun I'm having with it. And that's just not ending. When I'm not playing this game, I'm thinking about this sure. game. It's just overwhelmingly awesome. We're on the precipice of something very special in my house, which is me and Jen reenacting our Paris coffee date for Pokemon, which is where we just go out to coffee and play Zelda next to each other. You know what I mean? We haven't been able to line it up with her trip, with work, and all these other things that have been happening. But she's playing Zelda, and I'm playing Zelda. And obviously, me playing Zelda, not newsworthy. Jen really being into a video game is. And yesterday, we had an even more special moment, Kevin, if you want to throw, toss it up there, where Jen made the mistake, some would say, of showing Ben Zelda. And so this is actually the second time he got to watch uh, Mommy play Zelda. Uh, the, the, it's now an obsession. And so, it. like, when she turned it off yesterday uh, there in, in the bedroom, he was immediately like this. And we, can you say Zelda? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this morning, stomps in the bedroom, immediately sees my Switch. And Jen's like, no, no, it, it doesn't work right now. We have to wait for the weekend or whatever. And he grabs it and he brings it up on bed. And he's like, Zelda, Zelda. And he's like nailing it, just nailing Zelda. And I'm like, yes. Let's go. Yes, my boy. Let's get on into On the right this. side of things. Yeah, exactly. Join and us, be- Ben. And the best the part Nintendo is, side. mom introduced it. So I can't even get in trouble when he comes out and he's just watching me play whatever. When he's watching me play Last of Us. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, you know, yeah, exactly. He's got to learn. He's got to yeah, know. Mortal Kombat 1. Exactly, uh-huh. exactly, exactly. What a fucking game Zelda is. Ooh. You know? Oh man, it's just I 
I want to play it forever, and I'm going to be able to play it forever. Like, that, it's, it's just wonderful. It's magic. It's just pure discovery. And I, Bless said this uh, on uh, the Gamescast we did. but like Also available now at YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. It's uh, an adventure game in the truest sense of the word. Like, I don't, I've never came close to feeling like I'm on this much of an adventure as I am in Tears of the Kingdom. Like, 100%. Thinking back to being a, a little kid, me and Kevin, and then getting an NES at a garage sale, the gold cartridges, putting them in because they're gold and they look so cool, and just being so lost. I mean, like, what is this game? It's game over. sucked. It's this, it was like, this is too much. So like, much reading. But, like, Dying. so much reading, but also the reading was, like, vague and just, like, what? where am I going? What am I doing? And then it'd be fun to just go get lost, but then we would turn it off because we were lost and it made no sense. Yeah. This is a version of that where I'm older. I can understand the, the fun there. Yeah. But also, it makes so much more sense. This is such a well-designed game that you're always going to something worth it. You're always being pushed somewhere, even if you don't even see the strings that you're being pulled with. Like, it is incredible. Like, the, the accomplishment of this game, like, we're going to be talking about this for the rest of our lives. Do you think, does this have a chance of becoming your favorite game of all time? Me, no. Yeah. No. There's something about, there's still, I, I, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm a the, guest at someone else's house with this, oh, right? Okay. I, I don't really like open things like that. I don't really sure. like some of the, the puzzle elements. Uh, the combat in this is not that fun to me. So it's like, there's a lot of things that I'm like, this is not going to be the Tim Getty's favorite game of all time. At the end of the day, I'm always going to be more of a Mario guy than a Zelda guy. But despite all of that, like, I none of that matters compared to oh, of course, what yeah, this yeah. experience is and how incredible it is. Do you think it'll be your game of the year? Um, I, yes, I do think at the end of the day it will be, but I do think that, um, there are some other games coming up that I, I'm trapped in a redacted situation. <laughs> ah, <laughs> but I'm, uh, looking for a lot of video. Diablo, I yeah, see. Maybe, perhaps, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, a lot, a lot of games coming out that I, I'm excited about. Maybe some that we don't even know about yet. See, and you know what? what? I don't like, you guys I don't got like when you say it like that. <laughs> Because yeah. I think I know what game you're talking about. Then you say shit like that. I'm like, do I, I not know what I was throwing everything out every which way, Greg. But I will say that you guys got me a little too hyped about Spider-Man. Because I've been trying to set my expectations right where I'm like, you know, Spider-Man, some of my favorite games of all time. Spider-Man, debatably, in my like top five favorite games of all time. Nice. Having said that, I still think it's like a, critically an 8.5. Sure. Um, and I just can't imagine a Spider-Man, an Insomniac Spider-Man game, hitting that 10 level that we see from things I would say like Last of Us and God of War Ragnarok. But on uh, the, the PS I Love You yesterday we did, y'all are kind of convincing me, me that did. maybe I there's did. a chance. Maybe there's I'll tell chance. you right now, ladies and gentlemen, if that Wednesday showcase opens with Spider-Man 2, if it's the Insomniac logo and then like a web-slinging noise, not Wolverine, obviously, but if it, like strap the fuck in. Yeah. That is going to be them being like, let's fucking go. You want to see what we've got? You want to see why this isn't just an 8.5 Spider-Man? I'm Brian Intahar. I got an axe to grind. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Speaking of games coming out, though, let's move on to number three on the Roper Report, a LEGO Drive review roundup. LEGO yes. Drive out today, and I do want your help, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, live chat folks watching, I'm busy around here, mm -hmm. so I'm not on every Games Daily. I don't think Bless has done a review roundup for LEGO Drive because there was, at least for the codes we got for review, no review embargo. 
So when I look around, I've seen a whole bunch of smattering of reviews like with different dates on them, but I think that no, we never combined them. And so with launch day here, IGN posted their review. I thought we would actually talk about it because I know we are excited about this game. But if I this has happened before, someone stop me. And what's interesting about it is that over on Metacritic right now, it has a 69 on Xbox, nice. but it hasn't listed a bunch of the other reviews that I've seen out there, and none of the other platforms have reviews. So again... I think since they didn't say, hey, at 10 a.m., whatever day, you can review the game, it's just too much of a hodgepodge of stuff out there. Gotcha. So I don't put much credence in this 69 because IGN gave it an 8 where Luke Riley wrote, one part The Crew 2, one part Mario Kart, and 1,000 parts dot 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 Lego parts, <laughs> Lego 2K Drive is a wild and whimsical all-ages kart racer that bar that's buried itself under my skin like the pointed edge of a rogue plastic brick underfoot in a messy kid's bedroom. Better still, it's one that embraces the total creative freedom that real LEGO affords like few games before it, with an incredible custom vehicle creation tool that's just worth the price of admission alone. The current inability to share those designs with others is disappointing, particularly in the shadow of another tedious microtransaction store, but LEGO 2K Drive certainly is certainly the fastest and funniest way to rock out with your blocks out in recent memory. Over at Games Radar, I got a four out of five. Uh, Justin Toll said, Indeed, LEGO 2K Drive is obviously a very classy game. It looks great, runs well, is fully featured, and well-balanced to ensure that everyone has a good time. LEGO 2K Drive is an easy recommendation then, regardless of whether you're looking for a gift for a child or just want some wholesome, a wholesome palate cleanser for yourself. And then, over at VGC, Chris Scullin also gave it a 4 out of 5, writing, LEGO 2K Drive is a great open-world racing game with an infectious sense of humor and impressive customization options. As long as you can cope with the typical 2K grindy microtransactions and take steps to avoid its major save-wiping issue at launch, it's well worth playing. Before we get into your thoughts, comments, and concerns about mm -hmm. this, a save wiping issue at launch number four on the Roper Report. We go to GameSpot where Stephen T. writes. Stephen T. Wright writes, "Lego 2K Drive Cloud and cross-platform saves temporarily disabled to avoid progression loss." I'm going to start you with the original story, then jump to the update. Lego 2K Drive, the upcoming racing game from Visual Concept, launches today, but some early players are reporting hours of lost progress on PS5. It's unclear what exactly is causing the issue, but given that we've seen three users discuss the issue online prior to its wide release, it's safe to say it's something you should watch out for. Game journalist Chris Scalina of VGC said on Twitter that he lost 10 hours of progress due to an apparent syncing issue. The reviewer put in those hours in multiple sessions using the PS5's rest mode to resume the suspended session every time. After those 10 hours, Scullion went into the game store to spend some currency and saw a LEGO 2K drive was offline and tried to reconnect to 2K servers. This restored the game's last cloud save, which erased those 10 hours of progress. Scullion said the game uh, should tell you when you're disconnected from the server for any length of time and that connecting will delete established offline progress, which are two warnings that are usually supplied in online games. Visual Concepts has confirmed it's aware of some players losing their progress on PS5, telling GameSpot it is investigating and will share additional updates as soon as they're available. Update! Oh! Alongside the full release of LEGO 2K Drive today, we've gotten further word on the status of lost saves. In a statement shared to GameSpot, 2K said the issue will be fully resolved with the release of an update that's, quote, coming soon. In the meantime, to avoid having this issue impact more players... It's temporarily disabling cloud saves. A side effect of uh, this is that cross-platform saves will be disabled during the time. Quote, 
For the time being, we advise that players stick to playing LEGO 2K Drive on a single platform rather than attempting to change between multiple platforms, the statement explained. This will avoid any loss of progress due to cross-platform saves. Oh, major bummer, man. There's nothing more stressful to me than losing saves. 100%. Yeah. Especially after you put in so much progress. Like, losing 10 hours, it's like, that's the type of shit you're like, I don't want to play this game. That, I mean, especially as the reviewer, too, that's when you throw up your hands. Yeah, you're yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and this is how it's yeah, going to be. It's un- very unfortunate, but um, it, it's good that it seems like they're they're on it and they're figuring it out. And, you know, the the thing I will say is I'm happy this game has cross-progression. Of course. That it has that, that. All that cross-stuff, I think, is incredibly valuable to us as a community. Waterprint says, hey, hey, Greg, how's that console gaming? It'd be fine if it wasn't for you PC people wanting your cross-saves all over there. If you would all just come play on PlayStation, it'd be done, wouldn't it? We would have one save and we wouldn't have an issue, would we? But you guys need to have 120 frames per second. Oh, the Legos aren't as shiny as they could be. Well, this game sucks. I'm going to review Bob and play it another thousand hours. <laughs> I'm happy the game's reviewing as well as it is. Um, you know, th- these the, the the 69 Metacritic. Yeah, that, like, again, that's Wonk City. I don't I don't know what that's all about. I think that's just the Metacritic hasn't necessarily caught up. Uh, obviously, Metacritic, you know, is great about when the big embargo happens and updating everything. I think right now as things are still trickling, and I'd imagine that changes. But also, I think that has a lot to do with what you were saying about. It sounds like there wasn't actually an embargo for the review. Yeah. But on top of that, 2K always has like a, a very weird rollout plan of like if you're this early access you get it here sure. you get it if you pre-order you blah blah like all the weird stuff so like i'm i'm not surprised by this um especially for a game that is a little lower key uh from from 2k but i'm happy because i love kart racers i love lego um i love the vibe of 2k i just didn't don't have any reason to partake in it besides wwe um so hell yeah i'm excited to, to get to this i just don't know when I'm going to. 100%. Yeah. I know that this one got a lot of buzz when we saw the trailer here in the office. A lot of people were excited. And I know that a lot of people got codes here for it. But again, we're 11 people and we're all playing a million different things for review or for your fun with Zelda and everything else. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this reminds me a lot of Hot Wheels Unleashed, which like you see it from the first moment. You're like, oh, man, this is going to be fun. This is going to be. Well, that's and that's one of the reasons I like that. It actually seems like at least for the reviews we read is delivered Mm -hmm. where it was that thing where it's like, that looks cool. And what I was, you know, one of the things I was checking was I don't think anybody picked it up over in our kind of funny league. Right. Because it is, you know, the fantasy critic, because, of course, you worry something looks great in a trailer. Is it actually going to deliver in the end, and how will that game actually be put together? And stuff? Uh, so. Something that the, the chat keeps bringing up that I do think is really important is this is a full price game, seventy bucks. Yeah, yeah, and that's I I think a little egregious uh, for what it seems to be. Yeah. Um. So having not played it, I don't know. If yeah, there, yeah. There is a lot there, but like I struggle to see what a game like that could do to justify a full price release, especially if there's problems. Yeah, which hopefully will be settled soon, but mm-hmm. we will stay tuned for that. Just like you, stay tuned to patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Over on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, of course, you could get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily ad-free. You could get a bevy of bonus shows like Greg Way, Kind of Feudy, Remember Blank, etc. And, of course, you could get exclusive merch and cool stuff all on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. But guess what? You're not on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. So here's a word from our sponsor. Shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Do you want to look as cool as I look? Yes, you do. And you can. You can take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium 
polarized shades at an unbeatable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that I've ever worn in my life. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Exclusively for you listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use the code KINDAFUNNY. You can get 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Promo code KINDAFUNNY at ShadyRays.com. Number five on the Roper Report, Super Mario Game Boy Advance games are coming to Nintendo Switch Online. This is Anthony Wood at IGN.com. Nintendo has announced that the first three Super Mario Advance games will be added to the Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack catalog later this month. Super Mario Advance, Super Mario World, Super Mario Advance 2, and Yoshi's Island Super Mario Advance 3 will all be available to download from May 26th at no extra cost for players subscribed to the $50 a year plan, which provides access to games from Nintendo retro eras. Super Mario Advance is an upgraded version of the 19... 19- I can stop it there, Greg. I can just jump in here and explain this, okay? Is it, would you allow that? I, of course I would. All right. Obviously, the original Mario trilogy happened on the NES, and then we went to the Super Nintendo, got Super Mario World, and then we had Super Mario All-Stars, which was an uh, enhanced like remaster of Mario 1, 2, and 3 uh, in Super Nintendo-style graphics. Nintendo then took that, which was all one card, the greatest card of all time. I have it on my desk right now. Signed by Miyamoto. Signed by Shigeru Miyamoto. Um, took that and was like, you know what? We can Nintendo this. And this was one of the first Nintendo Nintendoing moments that we we talk okay, about. And okay, then, like, okay. how many times can you re-release the same things and, like, whatever? They took one cart that had all the remasters on it and then split it into individual games to sell in the Game Boy Advance under the Mario Advance uh, series. Okay. Right? So they took – the first one was Super Mario Advance 1. They took Mario Brothers 2 from Super, Nin- Super Mario All-Stars Edition and just put it on the Game Boy Advance. Then – the second one was Super Mario World. Third one was Yoshi's Island. Fourth one was Super Mario 3. So we, we always make fun of Square for funny names and funny numbering. Sure, sure. Like, we literally had Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Brothers 3. Right? Okay. It got, it got weird. And the thing about these ports is, in some ways, they're the definitive way to play these games. And in many ways, they are absolutely not. Oh, no. In the ways that they're not, GBA always has some weird smushed look to it. So I feel like the Super Nintendo games, for the most part, look better. But there's added animations in these ones that are better. There's also voice acting. In what? And a lot of people do not like the voice acting. Sure. Because in Yoshi's Island, they made Yoshi sound like he does Yoshi. in modern times. And so we Whoop. didn't need that. We didn't need that. Every time he's jumping, freaking doing all the... <laughs> like, there's just, there's, there's just, there was a lot of stuff. The baby crying. Like There's more noise than necessary. Um, and they added the Mario Wahoos and stuff to a, the 2D platformer. And it can just be a lot uh, because it's really repetitive for that type of game. So because of that stuff, people kind of don't like these. But I like them because there's a lot of added challenge elements that freshen up the games that I've played a million times. I've also played these games a million times because they were on the Game Boy Advance. Playing portably was super fun. But they added like Yoshi challenge coins. So it's like there's like a lot more collectibles in the games. There's like things to do, not just beat the level, but like try to find all the hidden stuff. Um, in Yoshi's Island, uh, Mario Advance 3 here, there's like an entire series of levels that are only in this game. 
and like they're super hard and they're awesome. It's essentially DLC for Yoshi's Island um, in, in it, and it's awesome. And then Mario 3 also includes the eShop, um, not eShop, eCard levels, okay. where in the early 2000s you could swipe cards. And it was, it was DLC for Mario 3. Um, so now all these games are available on the Switch eShop. So that's exciting. I'm going to play through them. But I can understand a lot of people being like, for reals, Nintendo? Like, there's so many other games not here yet, and this is what you're giving us? Like, all right. Games, mind you, Super Mario All-Stars is already on the Switch eShop. So you could already play these games 90-plus percent of the way on the eShop, or on the Switch Online right now. We're going to hatch a plan right here. Mm -hmm. And this is the genesis of it. I'm sure it'll evolve. It'll change. It'll do a bunch of stuff. I don't want to, you know, don't just, you know... I need you to make me a definitive list of the Mario games I need to play. I mean, is it as simple as all of Mario? It's, like every, simple, it's as simple as just Googling a list of core Mario games. Yeah, I mean, but no, honestly, no, but I don't, I don't mean like, oh, it's a core. I mean, like the ones you were like, these are like required reading, must play. Yeah, yada, yeah. Yada, yada. Oh, I mean, I could definitely do that. It is most of them. Oh, so you're saying yeah. core. So that's what you mean. I see yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. but there are a couple, I think. Would, would these be on the list or would it be oh, that I yeah. play the other versions of them? <sighs> We'd have to talk about it. Okay. But yeah, I, I like this though. I like this a lot. Okay. Maybe make it a series. Maybe not. Maybe. Well, I know that's probably the easiest way to do it. Because yeah. if it's not, then it'll always go home and I have something to review. Or I, I, I want to play through all the Mario games. I want an excuse to do it. So we should figure this out. If you, I mean, if I can play them. Yeah. Okay. Both at the same time. Because I don't, you know, it's, we've talked a little bit about this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But like, I think obviously Super Mario World, my favorite Mario, right? That's, I mean, well, yeah. Because I was going to say, the, what was the Game Boy Mario, the first Game Boy Mario? Mario Land. Yeah, but that was that was like that was my Mario, first Mario. Mario. Mario As a Sega kid, I was that was yeah. my first oh, Mario for sure. or whatever. For sure. But that, I think that you know means that even then I was a kid, right? So yeah. I don't I did not beat a Mario probably till Super Mario World. So have you beat Mario three? No, I don't Okay, I, no, no. Okay, that's I've started more Mario important than anything. three before and we I never finished it yeah. as an adult. Yeah. When I think on the DS or what no when when did they put it on something? They put on something handheld. Mario three. Probably yeah. a few different Version yeah, everything. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to remember which DS it was. I guess that I was playing on or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about Mario 64? Have you beat that? Yes, that's okay. the, it's, that's where it gets weird, right? Where it's like I got my SNES late just for Mario World, and then I got the N64. I think is I think that's the timeline of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, from there on out, if it's a core Mario, I beat it. So okay. Galaxy, okay. Galaxy cool. Two. Well, I remember not loving Galaxy Two. For some reason, you're a madman. I know, and it, it yeah. was, it, it, yeah, it was, you, and that was in the throes of being at IGN, being the PlayStation guy. So the, I think I might what I'm hearing here is Mario Three. Mario Three is is the must. Okay, must, must, must. Okay, let's start there then. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. We made some content here. Today. Love this. Uh, number six on the Roper Report: Horizon ain't worried about haters. This is Demi Williams over at GameSpot. Horizon Forbidden West's West's narrative director, Ben McCaw, and lead writer, Annie uh, Katane, uh, have responded to the negative backlash regarding Aloy and Seika's relationship during Burning Shores DLC. I guess somewhat spoilers here, right? Uh, In a recent interview with VGC, uh, they discussed the release of Burning Shores DLC and continued Aloy's story. Oh, sorry. Let me try this again. In a recent interview with VGC, they discussed the release of the Burning Shores DLC, which continued Aloy's story and introduced a new region to explore and characters to meet. One of those characters is Seika, uh, who goes on to become a major character in Aloy's journey, and by the end of Burning Shores, their relationship has blossomed, resulting in an optional kiss between the two. Uh, while there was positivity around the inclusion, the kiss also came with online homophobic backlash, as well as review bombing of the game on Metacritic. 
When asked how the developers personally reacted to the negativity, uh, Katane said, quote, we're always looking to make something that's compelling, something that's emotionally engaging. For some people uh, who have actually played the game, uh, uh, nice job, Kevin, in a serious story he put banana, thank you. Uh, we were always interested in hearing about those experiences and those thoughts and feedback. But for people who didn't play the game or who are just trying to be negative online, we find that pretty easy to ignore, end quote. McCall went on to say that the team loves getting feedback uh, from the fans as well as constructive criticism in regards to any aspect of the game. But, quote, when there's just this kind of blatant negativity, I personally find it pretty easy to just compartmentalize and realize that this is a mindset I can never really jive with uh, and that sort of thing, end quote. But overall, we're just enormously pleased with the reaction because I feel like when we're making this, we worry over every detail and then to see what we're and then to see that we're getting a positive reaction is really great. Uh, he added, end quote. Life's hard, man. Because everyone has opinions every which way about stuff, and it's like it's it sucks that this is a situation that happens. The people work hard, they make their decisions, and then there's a bunch of assholes out there that ruin it for people. And it doesn't ruin it for some, but it sucks that for every dev here that's like we don't care about this, there's a ton of other devs that this is keeping them up every single night. You know? Yeah, hundred percent. An, an unfortunate side to to this story where it's like I'm I'm proud of them for coming forth and like stand like putting their foot down and being like, no, we're we're making what we want. We stand by it. It's good and. Millions of people are loving it. So yeah. that's where we're at, and that's what's important. We, of course, uh, reviewed it on PS I Love You, uh, XOXO. Blessing gave the official review. Then Jan and I caught up to him. We did a big old spoiler cast talking about a bunch of stuff in it. And we loved Burning Shores, and we thought, you know, it's actually a decision at the end, right? So you kind of get to go your own way with uh, how Aloy ends up here. Um, not, I guess, her sexuality, but in terms of, like, what she wants to do with the information. Uh, you know, we all thought that this was an awesome addition because it actually seemed like it was responding to feedback from uh, Horizon Forbidden West, where Aloy seemed so tofu, so generic, no no ups, downs, really, no, like, real opinions, whereas this game, she talks more, or this DLC, she talks more to herself and kind of wrestles with things out loud and, like, kind of includes you on that journey where you're like, oh, okay, you have things going on, and I really appreciated that about it. And so, yeah, I, I loved this DLC. I thought this was good. I thought the relationship was good, too. So I'm glad that they're not losing sleep over it, but fuck homophobes, yeah. Amen. Uh, number seven on the Roper Report, and final for your Friday, I have a boring-ass Activision update. Uh, this is Josh, Joshua Feynman over at Seeking Alpha, who reports, Microsoft's planned $69 billion acquisition of Activision received approval from China's antitrust regulator. Uh, China's state administrator for market regulation granted unconditional approval for the deal late in the, a phase three review, according to Deal Reporter Item, which cited sources familiar. Uh, the China approval comes after the European Union also blessed the video game Mega Deal on Mondo with conditions. Though China and Europe are important, the UK antitrust regulator's decision to block the deal last month is seen as a large stumbling block that could ultimately lead to its termination. We've talked about this to death. Somebody's in, somebody's out, yada, yada, yada. This is your note that, hey, China's in. Don't worry about China's it. China's in, everybody. Now, Tim, I'm ready to transition out, but you wrote here in all bold, Tim Talks Sonic. What is happening to Sonic? Uh, Sonic Symphony World Tour announced Symphony today. They, the they did a, a big concert a couple years back for, um, I don't even know what it was, the 30, 30th anniversary, I guess it was. Um, and it was incredible. So good. They did, they streamed it live, um, and then they released it on Spotify. I listen to this thing constantly. I'm sure you do. Um, and me and Bless, such big fans of this, but they're they're taking the symphony on tour. Very excited. Right now, they've only announced two dates. Uh, one is at the Barbican Hall in London, uh, and then the Dolby Theater in Los Angeles, uh, where they do the Oscars. Um, September 16th to September 30th, 2023. They said there will be more tour dates added um, and more details later. I will be here. 
for sure. Nothing can stop me, Craig. Damn. Uh, I did, but the thing is, I'm hoping there's an SF stop. I will go to LA if I have to, but I hope that there's one here. Uh, and also, I am going to the uh, Game Awards or uh, what's yeah, Game Awards 10 year orchestra thing at the Hollywood Bowl later this this month or next month. Very excited about that as well. What's your outfit? Um, I don't know. I don't know that I'm gonna do anything crazy. Maybe I will though. Who knows? Dress as the statue. Okay. Yeah. Tim. I'm excited to see your outfit mm-hmm. in the Game Awards 10-year Hollywood Bowl reunion tour, Jeff Keighley special, but that's so far away. If I wanted something more important, more salient to today's news, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Yeah! Out today! Cyber Citizen Shockman <laughs> on all the PlayStations, all the Xbox and Switch. Vivid Lope on PC. Death, Soul, and Robots on all the Xboxes. Lego 2K Drive on PC, all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes, and Switch. United 1944. Closed beta. Uh, I guess that's PC probably. Best action games 5 and 1 on the Nintendo Switch. Superland six inches under on PlayStations, Xboxes, and that's it. I, I got ahead of myself on that one. Uh, the Seven Awakenings, I Randall on PC. <laughs> Seven Awakenings, I Randall. <laughs> the next one is I Dante. Uh, Tim. <laughs> We ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. So we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and listening to podcast services around the globe. It's kebabs. Okay. And like, you know, when when you get a kebabs anything, you're like, are they bringing sunshine or rain? Uh-huh. What, what is kebabs going to do? What do we do? got? What do we got? Not a you're wrong, which of course is always the worst fucking way to start a you're wrong. You know what I mean? Kebabs there's shot just all caps. Ha! <laughs> there's no worse way to start a you're wrong than saying it's not a you're wrong. So why didn't you just say it in the chat, kebabs? Why did you need the fucking spotlight on you right now? You know? Why did you need this so bad on your Friday? Kebab says, it's not you're wrong, but it's worth highlighting the full title of the third Mario Advance game. Super Mario Advance 3, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. He's correct. They are correct. Both. The Portland Kevin writes in and says, also not a you're wrong. Also not a you're wrong. (laughs) Kebab also writes in and says, it's Saturday here, Greg. Just send yourself to hell right now. (laughs) Where do you want to go, Greg? What do you want to do? Just done? Gonna walk away? Over? Look what you did, kebabs. Look what you did! I hope you feel good about this because that that man is broken emotionally, you know, physically. Hey, Andy. Hey, Tim. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. He's going to shake hands and like do a normal outro. You want to shake my hand? Talk about who's on next week really quick. Nah, there's people on the show next week. But right now, you got us. This is the end of Games Daily. It's the transition. 
to the fun zone. <laughs>